This podcast is brought to you by Dingle Mount Church. It will open up God's Word to you, inspire you to love God, and grow in the knowledge of Him, and challenge you to live a victorious Christian life. Be blessed as you listen. in our Bible studies and uh, just maybe a a slightly (coughs) different slant on that so our reading was taken from John chapter 1 35 Um, and these are just a few simple thoughts uh, this morning in verse 35 it says John stood with two of his disciples. Now we definitely know who the first one, or one of them was. He's mentioned in verse 40. One of the two was Andrew. So we know it was Andrew. But there is great consensus of opinion that the other disciple was John. Um, But I'm sure um, it's not. Well, it is important, but it, it was Andrew and probably the other disciple was John. And in our, the, few, the few short read, uh, verses that we have read this morning, it's interesting to note that the number of names that they gave to the Lord Jesus. Um, in verse 36, he refers to as the Lamb of God. Saying, looking, he worshipped, Behold the Lamb of God. In verse 38, they call him Rabbi. In verse 41, they say, We have found the Messiah. In verse 45, they refer to him as Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. In verse 49, they refer to Jesus as King of Israel. But the best one is also in verse 49, Son of God. Rabbi, you are the Son of God. So all these names were given to the Lord Jesus. Now, as they got to know Jesus more, they appreciated more who he was. We've got to realise, they really had never seen Jesus before. They probably had heard about him from John. But it's only only a very short period of time. And then John says, behold, the Lamb of God. So, they they didn't really know him. So, Maybe they didn't even know what name to give him. But as they got to know him more, their appreciation of him grew. And maybe there's a lesson there. The more we, get, we spend getting to know Jesus, the more time we spend in prayer, in, in, in reading his word, the more we will appreciate him. 
Maybe we don't appreciate the Lord as much as we ought. Maybe we don't spend enough time, as I say, in prayer. And maybe the same applied to, they didn't know him, although we do. And it's interesting to note as well, although the disciples of John, the disciples of John had not followed him for any long period, he was, he would encourage them to follow Jesus. He realised, John realised, that he, had, he pointed the way to the Lord Jesus. And he didn't want people to follow him. No, I'm not the one. He is the one. Follow him. And even today, more and more people are looking for security, aren't they? You hear of... Uh, Companies closing down. The shipbuilding industry in Plymouth, in Portsmouth. Um, and there's been a couple, can't think of, but it doesn't matter. But times are getting hard. Food banks are on the increase. And people are looking more and more for somebody to give them security. And that is why, that's where, this is our task. This is our task. We say, no, don't follow whatever. There's the person that you should be following. There's the person who will give you security. There's the person that you will, you, he will take away your burdens if you trust in him. Our task is to point them to the Lord Jesus. Discipleship. Before, and Pastor has spoken of this, and you yes, I remember this some weeks ago. Before we can be true disciples of Jesus, there are certain conditions which, which, which we must adhere to. In Matthew 16, verse 24, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. I remember Pastor speaking on that sometime weeks ago. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross. And follow me. I'm not going into those at any length at all. I'm just bringing them to your attention. Luke 14 verse 33. Jesus speaking again. So likewise. Whoever of you does not forsake all that he has. Cannot. Be my disciple. Unless he forsakes all that he has cannot be my disciple that's strong words isn't it John 8 verse 31 then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him if you abide in my word you are my disciples indeed if you abide 
in my word. And in John 15 verse 8, Jesus again, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. These are the conditions of discipleship. And it's, uh, they're not easy. Not only are there conditions of discipleship, but we will look briefly at three distinct calls to promote discipleship. The, the four conditions. But once we have accepted those conditions, we're going to forsake all, study his word, and, what, and, and take up our cross and follow him. Once we have agreed to, 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 to accept those, then to uh, improve, I'll say, if, if we are to improve our discipleship, there are other little things that we must do. And I've just... They're only simple, but uh, just maybe to help. We must learn to listen. We must learn to listen. Samuel, in 1 Samuel chapter 3. Eli's uh, faith, you know the story, but very, very brief. Eli's sight was failing, and he, he wasn't too sure what was happening to the nation. And he, even his own sons, they were taking advantage of his failing sight. But he was not entirely unaware of what was going on. Because although his sight was failing, not too sure of a lot of things that were going on, not, he wasn't completely oblivious to everything. And then, as you know, the Lord calls Samuel three times. And Samuel goes to Eli and says, You called me. You called me. No, I didn't. Go back, Samuel. Then Eli realizes what is happening. It's the Lord that is calling Samuel. And Eli says to him, If you hear that voice again, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Which Samuel did. Samuel listened. And because he did, he became a great, great man of God. He listened to the voice of God. He would not have become a great man of God if he had not listened if he had ignored the advice given to him by Eli he listened there's an old saying isn't it God gave us one mouth but two ears so we could listen twice as much as we speak we have a tendency to speak too much don't we sometimes sometimes we even try to speak louder 
if you're ever watching, I, I, I watch it, but it does annoy me at times, Question Time. There's a panel of know-alls, um, and they're asked to debate a question, as you know. And then they all start to shout louder and louder and louder until Dimbleby more or less loses his, you know, his rag and says, no, hang on, let's listen. That you, yeah, while you're speaking, he's, he, he can't hear this sort of thing. And this is, we, we do have a tendency sometimes to speak a bit too much. And it's good to sit and listen. This also applies to our prayer life. We might have a tendency to talk too much. We don't go into our prayer time and wait for the Lord to speak to us. We go in, don't we, straight away. Lord, bless so-and-so, bless so-and-so, bless so-and-so. Hold on. Be still and know that I am God. Sit and listen. We talk often more than we listen. And there are many people in this in this city, I was going to say in the world, in this city, in this district, that they don't have anyone to speak to. They live alone. They can't get, well, a lot of them, they can't get out. And they don't have anybody to speak to. And when they do, when somebody contacts them, either by a telephone call or a visit, have a conversation with them, sit down, what do they say? Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to me. I haven't been able to speak to anybody. You have listened. And thank you so much. Thank you for listening. So let us keep our ears open to the cries of the needy. We could say like Samuel, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Another call, another aspect of that we could do, apart from listening, we could look at. We could look at. In Acts chapter 7, Paul experiences the most important event in his life. And this event changed his life forever. He sees a man stoned to death. He may have seen many men stoned to death. But he had never seen a man stoned to death for his beliefs. And this had such a tremendous effect on Saul as he was then, later to become Paul. Saul, as, as I say, as he was then, he was steeped in Hebrew law and customs. And he couldn't accept that the Messiah would be a carpenter. Just could not accept that. He 
It wasn't so much the incidents of the stoning that convinced Paul. No, it wasn't necessarily much of that, but it was later on, on the road to Damascus and what have you, which eventually led to his conversion because he had seen it for himself. Sometimes we have a tendency to see things and don't want to get involved, do we? We turn away. Samuel listened. And for some, the heart of the matter is being able to listen and obey. Saul saw. And for some, this also is the heart of the matter. Seeing, keeping our eyes open and using to the Lord's glory what we may see. Even today, you know, just thinking, the beautiful sunshine that we've got, let us appreciate it as I know we do. When we think, we can't help but think of those people in the Philippines. Let's bless the Lord for what we can see. Let us also be conscious of those who can't see. If we listen and be affected by what we see, we should be convicted then. We've listened. We've been blessed by listening. We have seen we have been blessed by that. We then must take that one step further and testify. Saying what we have heard. Saying what we have seen. Philip did in our reading, verse 45. <coughs> Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him. We have found him. Jesus of Nazareth. And John did as well. Earlier on, we didn't read this verse. And John says, when his two disciples heard him, John says in verse 34, I have seen and testified. John had heard. John had listened. John had seen. John then testified that this is the Son of God. <coughs> Nazareth was despised by the Jews because there was a Roman army garrison there. And Nathaniel's comments was basically a common uh, view at that time. Verse 46 Can anything good Come out of Nazareth. But Philip insisted. Come and see. Come and see. Come and see for yourself. I have seen. Don't have this opinion. Come and see. 
Philip testified. Fortunately, Nathaniel listened. If he had acted on his own prejudice towards Nazareth, but what we don't know what might have happened, but he certainly would have missed meeting the Lord Jesus Christ. His faith began because Philip testified. He spoke of what he had seen. So, discipleship. After accepting the conditions which we briefly looked at, self-denial, leaving all, steadfastness and fruitfulness, we then have to promote, nurture, exercise our discipleship. It's not, it's not, it's not, don't give it to ourselves. We may learn all these things and it doesn't go any further. That's no good. Go ye into all the world. As we heard last night. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. So after having accepted the conditions, we then have to tell what we know by first, well I wouldn't say first, but this is the order of which we listening, looking, and then testifying to others of the love that we have been blessed with through the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we are prepared to be his disciples. If you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, why not join us in worship at the Dingle Mount Church or log on to our website at www.dinglemount.org for more information. Thank you for listening.